Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 21st, 2020. It's the birthday of composer Lalo Schifrin, who was born in Buenos Aires on this day in 1932. His father, Luis Schifrin, led the second violin section of the orchestra at the Teatro Colón for three decades. At the age of six, Schifrin began a six-year course of study on piano with Enrique Berenboim, the father of pianist and conductor Daniel Berenboim. At age 16, Schifrin began studying piano with the Greek-Russian expatriate Andreas Karalis, former head of the Kiev Conservatory, and he studied harmony with Argentine composer Juan Carlos Paz. During this time, Schifrin also became interested in jazz. Although Schifrin studied sociology and law at the University of Buenos Aires, at age 20, he successfully applied for a scholarship to the Paris Conservatory. At night, he played jazz in the Paris clubs, often with bandoneon giant Astor Piazzolla. After returning home to Argentina in his 20s, Schifrin formed a 16-piece jazz orchestra that became part of a popular weekly variety show on Buenos Aires TV. And in 1956, Schifrin met Dizzy Gillespie and offered to write an extended work for Gillespie's big band. Schifrin completed the work Gillespiana in 1958. Four years later, while visiting New York, Schifrin again ran into Dizzy Gillespie, who had by this time disbanded his big band for financial reasons. Gillespie invited Schifrin to fill the vacant piano chair in his quintet. Schifrin immediately accepted and moved to New York City permanently, where he wrote a second extended composition for Gillespie, The New Continent, which was recorded in 1962. One year later, in 1963, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer offered the composer his first film assignment with the African adventure Rhino, prompting Schifrin to move to Hollywood later that year. One of Schifrin's most recognizable and enduring compositions is the theme music for the long-running TV series Mission Impossible, a distinctive tune written in an uncommon 5-4 time signature. Schifrin also wrote the theme to the hugely successful Mannix Private Eye TV show, which was composed a year later in 3-4 waltz time. Schifrin composed several other jazzy and bluesy numbers over the years as additional incidental music for the show. Schifrin's tar sequence from his Cool Hand Luke score, also written in 5-4, was the longtime theme for the Eyewitness News broadcasts on New York station WABC-TV and other ABC affiliates, as well as Nation 9 News in Australia. CBS Television used part of the theme of his St. Ives soundtrack for its golf broadcasts in the 70s and 80s. Schifrin's score for the 1968 film Coogan's Bluff was the beginning of a very long association with Clint Eastwood and director Don Siegel. Schifrin's strong jazz blues riffs are again evident in the Dirty Harry films. Famously, Schifrin's working score for 1973's The Exorcist was rejected by the film's director, Bill Friedkin. Schifrin had written six minutes of difficult and heavy music for the initial film trailer, but audiences were reportedly too frightened by the combination of sights and Schifrin's score. 
As reported by Schifrin himself in an interview, Warner Brothers executives told Friedkin to instruct Schifrin to tone it down with softer music. But Bill Friedkin did not relay the message. It's perhaps just as well, as Schifrin later said, that working on the film was one of the most unpleasant experiences of his life. Lalo Schifrin, who turns 87 today, has won five Grammy Awards with 22 nominations, one Cable Ace Award, one Emmy Award, and he has received six Academy Award nominations. Happy birthday, maestro. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.